Deutsche Welle. Learning by ear. Listen up. Shape your future. Greetings to you wherever you may be and welcome to a new episode of Learning by Ear. There's a rumor going around that we're going to tell you some African fables. Yes, but not just any fables. Our stories of fairy tales that intend to promote a culture of peace that deal with conflict and reconciliation. How should you handle a tricky situation? How can you deal with distrust, envy, or selfishness? In every story, you will find a grain of truth that might help you now or later in your personal life. Today we're going to find out why the hyena has a low backbone and the vulture is bald. So listen now to The Lion, the Hyena and the Vulture. One day, a day just like many others, the summer sun was shining brightly and a wind coming from the deep blue ocean was blowing cool air. On a day as this, Simba the lion, who had just had his lunch, decided to take a nap in front of his den and enjoy the beautiful weather. He yawned and yawned. <sighs> and then he ended up falling asleep. The pleasant rustle of the leaves soothed him and gently carried him off to dreamland. At that moment, as chance would have it, Buki the hyena passed by and right next to the lion saw her favorite prey a half eaten antelope <laughs> without a second thought she crept confidently towards it and dragged it into hiding far away from the lion but then at that moment the lion suddenly yawned so loudly that the hyena jumped in fear and slinked hastily away. <laughs> the lion awoke and called her lazily back. <clears throat> ah, it's you, hyena. You know you do not have to fear me. I'm sure you're starving. Come. Come here. Do not be afraid to share my food. However, Buki the hyena was wary of the invitation. <laughs> Why should I believe you? <laughs> she asked and ended the conversation. Her tongue was dry and hanging. Her legs were wobbly and her eyes dull. Her crowned ribs were beginning to press against the skin of her belly. Her stomach was growling with hunger. However, she was still afraid to accept the lion's invitation. Hey, what's wrong? I'm already completely starved. You don't know what you're missing. 
This antelope is delicious. It's freshly killed. Now that I have so much meat, why eat it alone? It's more sociable to eat with someone else. To share is one of the most beautiful things in the world. You are warmly invited, and then we can keep each other company. Rawr. Because she was so greedy, the hyena was easily won over. Rawr. Enjoy your meal. Rawr. Said the lion to his guest. Once comfortably settled, Buki began to talk about the local news and brought up the subject of the hard times which seemed to be endless. She even sympathized with the misfortunes of the truly miserable, although one could doubt her sincerity on that account. Both were then eating happily when Cantioli the vulture, who had been watching the scene with great interest, turned up. Greetings to you both. I hope you're enjoying your meal. Would you be so kind as to offer me the remains of your royal feast when you have finished? <laughs> My cursed stomach has been growling since this morning. Why, of course, be my guest, Cantioli. I invite you, and willingly. There is more than enough for the three of us. The host invited his guests with pride. This good-humored and generous attitude of Simba the lion then promoted a very lively discussion which had never taken place before. <laughs> I feel so good with you here, Your Majesty. If only you knew how much I suffer from loneliness. On second thoughts, I must admit that I am just a poor, lonely bird of prey. <laughs> My life saddens me. I spend my entire time patched up in trees or on hills, contemplating the nothingness. All this makes me most depressed. <laughs> what a sense of humor you have. If loneliness could kill... <laughs> I would most certainly be speaking to you today from the bottom of my grave. <laughs> this just goes to show we share the same fate. For if yawning of boredom could kill, I would be buried now with my mouth wide open. Added Simba the lion. And they all nodded their heads in sad agreement. If this is so, why don't we try and live together? All three of us in a den. The hyena and the vulture were immediately enthusiastic. There was, however, one condition which was agreed upon. Each of them had to respect the personal belongings of the others. 
the three comrades quickly agreed and moved into the lion's den that very same day. <laughs> the cohabitation, which began in beautiful harmony, was however short-lived. Afterwards, the lion brought back an antelope that was even larger than the first, and this meant there was more than enough meat for all. He therefore invited his new friends to take part in the feast later that day. The air cooled down, which is why he decided to light a small fire, and before starting to cook the antelope, he retired for a short nap. The lion yawned, snored noisily, and even started dreaming, and a smile lit up his face with delight. But this all took too long for the starving and impatient hyena, so she decided to devour the antelope alone and in hiding. She had barely sunk her fangs into the lion's prey when he awoke. He kicked her in the behind and she landed in the embers of the small fire. Sparks flew in all directions and some of them landed on the vulture's head. In horror, Cantioli thrashed his wings about until he escaped from the lion's den. The vulture was closely followed by the slivering hyena in her typically slouchy way of walking. Ever since that day, the vulture has been bold, and as for the hyena, her particular gait comes from this incident, and she always walks as if she wants to cool her still raw and painful bottom on the ground. Thus our fable goes to sea, and he who will smell its perfume first will go to heaven. What a painful ending to a fable, the lion, the hyena, and the vulture. What do you think? Did you ever experience a situation where everything belongs to everybody? Isn't there always someone who tries to take an unfair advantage? Or do you think this would be the basis for a peaceful life without any worries? Please let us know what you think and send us your comments at lbe world.de so, stay tuned and you will learn more next time by listening to a Learning by Ear series, Shall I Tell You Something? African Fables for Culture of Peace. If you wish to listen to this episode again or any other Learning by Ear series, please visit our website at www.dw-world.de forward slash LBE. Until next time, take care.
Deutsche Welle. Learning by Ear. Yadnoto, Katahiwatoni Kreso. Learning by Ear. Frequence, Avenir. Learning by Ear. Listen up. Shape your future. We are the future of Africa. And education is our key to success. Here in Africa, radio is the most important medium. That's why the Doshovela has developed a special program for young listeners called Learning by Ear. With radio dramas and features written by African authors. The topics are politics, health and social issues, the environment and economy. Did you say you're selling tropical fruit from Africa? Yes, sir. Our company is called Appetizers of the Tropics. Biscuits and sweets from Africa. Mm. This is delicious. How do you do this? That, sir, is our grandmother's secret recipe. <laughs> our philosophy is to sell a new side of Africa. Learning by ear. Listen up. Shape your future.